Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Many doubted we'd ever see it, but here it is. The return to glory. Tiger Woods, congratulations. You are once again the Masters champion. And Devin Peacock had completely written off Tiger Woods. <laughs> You've heard him many times on this show say that Tiger is washed up, finished. He's not back. He's a joke. He stinks. Well, you're eating your words this morning, Devin, aren't you? I sure am. I'm choking on every <laughs> single last bit of it. You, you you weren't that harsh on no. Tiger Woods, but I, many people, including Tiger himself, didn't think this day would ever come. I mean, he's he's had four back surgeries at this point. I mean, the, the, the personal stuff alone, like that, he got over that years. Like he was in 2013, like he was one of the the top player of the year. That, but then since then, all these yeah, poop kind of hit the fan. Too, all these health injuries, personal life. Up. Let's uh, let's not forget he. Uh, had a couple issues there, a couple speed bumps yeah. in his personal life. A couple of smashed windows out of the back of his SUV <laughs> with the old golf club. Yeah. <laughs> Legendary. You see his new girlfriend yesterday? Was that the one that was with his, with his kids? Yeah. It, she looks young. She's t- tiny, and she looks young. Some people were saying, which one's the daughter and which one's the girlfriend? But <laughs> I was hoping, I forgot he wasn't dating Lindsey Vaughn anymore. You remember, oh, yeah. remember he was dating that skier? I, P.K. I Subban's know. dating her, I uh, think. Oh, yeah, that's right. I need to get an update on who's in Tiger's inner circle because there was one guy, because he's hug, hugging a bunch of different guys after he hugged his family. There was one guy who hugged him and then, like, sp- spanked his butt. Gave him the butt smack. So, like, like who's that guy? Is, like his, is that his agent that's doing that? Because <laughs> hey, his agent stuck with him. Way to win the, the Masters, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> butt smack. I'm like, who's, but who's like on a close enough relationship with uh, Tiger you can smack his butt? Well, I definitely teared up when he came running over and gave his son a hug. Now that I'm a dad, like, that got me. And if, you just think about it. There's people watching with 10-year-old kids who weren't alive last time Tiger won the Masters. I never thought we'd see anything that could rival the hug with his father in 1997, but we just did. That will be the greatest scene in golf forever, Jim Nance. That hug with his children, if that doesn't bring a tear to your eye, and if you're a parent, you're not human. Yeah, I brought a tear to my eye thinking, I am never going to accomplish anything that great that I can hug my kid after. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that in that moment we're actually saying you're not a human being. <laughs> like, if that doesn't make you cry. Did you tear up when you saw that? No, it was a great moment. But, but he said if you're a parent. I know, but still. You're an uncle. Yeah, that's... You get goosebumps at least, Dev? No. I, it was a great, it was a great I, moment. I'm not I emotional, like, but I thought the whole, not just him hugging his son, but the whole thing, him finishing, him cheering, I got a yeah. little emotional. I well, you cry, could feel the electricity yeah. of that moment through the television. Just imagine what it would have been like to be in that crowd and watching Tiger Woods finish and 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 do it and complete his mission of coming back and winning the Masters. I will say it would be a lot cooler if he didn't have to double putt. You know what I mean? Like, he had that yeah, one, he yeah, almost yeah. put it in. It was kind of, you know, it ended kind of slowly, and there was nobody really chasing him. So it wasn't that exciting, but him winning was exciting. I mean, the cool thing about him with his kids was, was beyond just, like, the fact they were there to see it, but, like, he hasn't won a major since 2008. He hasn't won the Masters since 2005. So for them, this is the first time they have seen him in person 
win a major that they can remember. Like they were kids, like maybe 2008, but I mean, this is the first time they've seen it in person. Yeah. Last time Tiger Woods won the Masters in 2005, George W. Bush had just started his second term. Sahara, starring Matthew McConaughey, was the number one movie in America. <laughs> Destiny's Child had just begun its final tour. Mm. And Rory McIlroy was 15 years old. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a while, man. The iPhone did not exist last time Tiger Woods won the Masters. A simpler time. He set the record for the longest uh, streak between Masters victories. Would you say, Devin... That Tiger Woods is back. He's back, baby. You know, just the whole tournament. Just unreal. It has meant so much to me over the years. The way it all transpired today. There were so many different scenarios that could have transpired on that back nine. Uh, there were so many guys who had a chance to win. I hit some of the best shots on that back nine today. I just flushed it coming home. It was... Uh, Boss Brad joins us. Good morning, Brad. Good morning. Uh, We just posted something. Uh, You walked in the studio to say hi, and uh, the timing was perfect, because we just posted something that you put on social media this weekend. Uh It is the new updated (laughs) Captain Highliner. Sexy Captain Highliner. Yeah, the fish stick guy (laughs) has gotten a makeover. He looks a little thinner, Jim. Mm Mm-hmm. They, they removed the hat. The hat's gone. He's got kind of like a hipster-style haircut. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Twinkle in his eye. <laughs> definitely a, a twinkle. <laughs> the, the beard is a little more manicured. Yeah. Did you post that because you think uh, you look like Captain Highliner, Brad? No, I just... I, I, <laughs> actually, I have a thing with Captain Highliner. You have a thing for him? No, not for I think him. A lot, of, a lot of people are going to have a thing for Captain Highliner now. He but, is hot. But it, when I'm when I I just think the Captain Highliner logo is so funny, like the original one. Uh huh. And when I walk by him in the grocery store and I see the Captain Highliner thing, I always look and address Captain Highliner like, "Hey, Captain Highliner." I think it's hilarious that Captain hmm. Highliner is now like. Sexy Captain Highliner. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys, uh, you think we'd sell more fish sticks if people wanted to sleep with Captain Highliner? (laughs) Because now everybody does. (laughs) He's a hunk. Captain Highliner is a total hunk now. He's got the pea coat on with the collar flipped up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's almost like the uh, Trivago guy got like a new job overnight. It's like the Trivago guy mixed with the most interesting man in the world from Dose. Yeah. Mixed with the new attractive Santa Claus that shows up to the mall sometimes. Sexy Santa. Sexy Santa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fashion Santa. Mm. We'll, we'll put in a bit of Boss Brad in there, too, because you do have the gray beard and the gray hair. Yes. I, I think Sexy Captain Highliner may be your Halloween costume well, this year. This is, that's actually kind of a life goal now for me, <laughs> to look like Sexy Captain my, Highliner. My issue is... I, I don't know if you're going to do it if you keep eating fish sticks <laughs> every night. <laughs> Maybe go for a, something that's not breaded and deep yeah, fried. Yeah. Right? Less batter. My issue is this guy does not look like a longshore fisherman at all. <laughs> have you guys ever seen Deadliest Catch? This guy should have two <laughs> cigarettes in his mouth. Just leathery skin. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. A couple scars on his face. Like the deep grooves yeah. in the the wrinkles. <laughs> like The wrinkles go like an inch down into yeah. his face. Like cheekbones are there. 
but because he has a sunken face otherwise. Very vascular, mm-hmm. too. And like not like a sexy uh, Zoolander look, more like a thousand-yard stare. Like he's seen a couple guys go overboard and not come back. You know? <laughs> he's too yeah. fresh. You look into his eyes, and he, he just looks too happy. Yeah. Hmm. Captain Highliner. So hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Guys, F. Mary Kill, Mr. Clean, Captain Highliner. <laughs> Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> Jolly Green Giant. Oh, don't forget Brawny on the uh, the paper towels. Brawny. I was trying to think of that one. I think, I think I'd have to, I'd have, well, I wouldn't F the Green Giant for obvious reasons. Yeah, you wouldn't. He wouldn't walk away from that no, one. No, no. Unscathed. I would marry Mr. Clean because yeah. he'd tidy up all the time. Yeah. And I guess obviously the highlighter guy is going to get it. I guess, I guess we're throwing Captain Highliner overboard. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd, I'd sleep with Captain Highliner. I'd, I'd kill the green giant so I could be a giant slayer. You're right. There we go. Yeah. He's, oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, down I go. He's, he's, he's an abomination. We need to take him out, right? If you want to catch a glimpse, maybe it'll be your new desktop. Sexy Captain Highliner. You can find the picture on the FM 96 Facebook page fan page definitely set the tone for that loss to Boston and you, you get where Nazem's coming from but you can't just smoke a guy in the head like that. 100% uh, he deserves his suspension because what he did was wrong. I mean, there's there, there's no argument there. What I would say, Jake DeBrusque in particular, I believe went after Kadri's knee earlier in the game. On but, purpose. Uh, on purpose. But also earlier in the game, DeBrusque uh, had a, which led to what Kadri did here, he had a hit on Patrick Marlowe along the boards near the stanchion, so like where the where, you know with the glass ends and his mm-hmm. head could hit that. To me, that was a dangerous hit. None, this stuff was not called. And I, you know, like, Caudry deserves the suspension, but there should be more even uh, officiating for the Bruins as well. Yeah. The the Leafs definitely took one on Saturday night because of the officials. They did, but I mean, like, people are acting like, well, people are almost acting like the series is over. It's tied 1-1. I think the Leafs, I mean, they can they can bounce back from this. The phones are going here. Hi, FM 96. Hey, did you watch the game Saturday night between Boston and Toronto? Yeah. You did, eh? Yeah. So, you know, Don Cherry was talking about you and, and, and Devin there, right? About your whining. I mean, come on. Watch the game for what it is. Don't watch it as a biased Leaf fan. I'm not even a Leaf fan. Well, you must be because you're crying the Leafs took one on the chin. Come on. Watch the game. It was a great game. Well, a great game if you're a Boston fan, but the oh, officials the definitely the officials definitely missed a bunch of calls. Oh, so I could sit here and say, well, the officials missed a bunch of calls in that first game when Toronto got lucky and won four to one. The universal response to the game has been the the refs lost control of the game. That's from Leaf fans ah. and non-Leaf fans. They lost lost control of nothing. Nadine Kadri deserves what he gets because he's the one that lost control. Nobody else did stuff like him. To hit on Milo, he just rubbed him out. Yeah. I mean, he didn't purposely try to nail him into a stanchion. So you're telling me you're coming head. at this from an unbiased angle. You wouldn't happen to have a yellow and black sweater at home with a B on the front of it, would you? Huh? You got a yellow and black sweater at home with a B on the front of it? No, I have a hat. 
hat with a B on the front of it. <laughs> I don't fit sweaters well. But there were 600 guys in the garage watching the game playing poker, and they all agreed. <laughs> and were they all wearing Bs on their hats? Well, they were all wearing trailer, but they agreed. It was, a, it was cadre stupidity that cost them. Oh, 100%, and that's what Dev said. He said he, he, you can, he, there's no excuse for hitting a guy in the head, and he should get suspended. Right. Yeah. But that's what cost the Leafs, because they were coming back. It was 3-1. to one, And they were coming back. They had the momentum, and Kadri took the five, and that was it. Game over. Yeah, right? you can understand, though. You can understand, though, game. then in hockey, when things get out of control and the refs aren't blowing the whistle enough and they're letting things ride too much, that inevitably things do get out of control, guys lose their temper, and stuff like this happens, like Kadri's uh, Again, though, it's, ca- it's, it's, it's totally his fault. His fault. Because like, he took that yeah. extra step. But as a Bruins fan, you had nothing, you had no issues at all with any of DeBrusque's hits. Oh, no, I don't, didn't say that. I mean, I think there should have been a double minor on the knee-on-knee hit because that, that wasn't an intentional one, but they were both involved with it, right? Yeah, his knee just happened to float out at Kadri's knee just by accident. Uh, did you watch it in full, full motion? Yes, I watched it. So you think he stuck his knee out? Yes, because he's a dirty player. Who, DeBrusque? Yes. Ah, okay, wait till Louie hears that one. <laughs> I love it. This is why I love the playoffs. I mean, the dirty Louis is a hometown hero. Who? Louie, his dad. Yeah, great. His son's a dirty player. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what do you, what's your prediction for the series here? You think I, guys- I think it'll go six, but Boston's going to win because they're the more talented team. Toronto's still got a good team, but they've got some learning to do, and they need some defense and goaltending. Thanks for the call, man. Enjoy the series, okay? Yeah, you guys too. Try to be unbiased, though. <laughs> yeah, you too. <laughs> Hey, have your parents ever thrown something out that belonged to you? Jim? Yeah. Been in that situation? Yeah. I, I was like grade 8 or grade 9. I My my mom threw out all of my comic books, yep. all of my mad magazines that I had saved up, and all of like my drawings. Like I used to sketch like comics and like wrestlers and stuff back in the day. It was all <laughs> in the floor of my closet one day. It was all gone. I'm almost sick of looking at it. I got my comics thrown out, too. A bunch of them. I managed to save some, but... Yeah, I had a box that was uh, at my parents' house, went away uh, to go to school. Yeah. Went to Fanshawe, moved into the city, and went back out a couple years later. Hey, where's that box of comics? Oh, it's gone. You mean all that kindling? (laughs) Check this one out. A guy in Indiana who's been identified as Charlie... In October of 2016, he got divorced and moved back in with his parents in Grand Haven, Michigan. Well, he moved out of his parents' house in August of 2017. After the police had to come for a domestic incident to the house, and he headed back to Indiana. A couple months later, his parents drove there to drop off his stuff, but all his stuff wasn't there. He noticed one thing was missing, his collection of pornography. (laughs) 12 large boxes full of movies and two boxes of adult toys had been thrown out by his parents. He confronted them for it, and the parents said, yeah, we destroyed it for your own mental and emotional health. (laughs) I would have done the same if I found a kilo of crack cocaine. 
And Charlie wasn't having any of it. He is now suing his parents for $86,000 because they threw out all his pornography. That's some expensive porno. Yeah. That's a lot of it, too. Well, it's either, if it's worth $86,000, you've either got some rare, <laughs> some rare stuff <laughs> or you just have a, a crap ton of it. Yeah, maybe he's got the original Dirty Neighbor 1. You know, Instead of dirty neighbor seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of explains why he w- had a divorce, though. Too sure, so much. It's embarrassing. Like, is he not embarrassed that he left his porno and his parents are going through like twelve boxes of porno? Yeah, I feel like what one you, box is. <laughs> what do you expect to happen? I'm on. I'm on the dad's side too. That clearly is an addiction of some sort, right? He's a connoisseur. Or is it a collection? I don't know. It seems like it, it if it was just this the, this uh porno collection and he had a normal life, I'm sure the dad and mom would have let it go, but he's there's the domestic call, so I'm sure it's a huge problem. If the porn was worth $86,000 now, I wonder what it would have been worth 25 years ago before the internet was invented. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling that the, the value of pornography has gone down since it became free for everybody. Yeah, like this was this guy's retirement plan until the internet was invented. Darn it! <laughs> and new Star Wars trailer came out on Friday. <sighs> I haven't watched it yet, Taz. No? You okay. Mm, yeah, I was going to avoid it, but uh, here we go. This is Ray, the uh, female protagonist. She's standing in the middle of a, what looks like a, a desert. Don't know if that's Tatooine, but I do recognize this voice. We've passed on all we know. A thousand generations live in you now. Got her lightsaber out, ready to go. But this is your fight. Every generation has a legend. This is actually a really cool scene. There's a TIE fighter screaming across the desert, heading right towards her. What's she gonna do? Fires up a lightsaber. Is that Kylo Ren flying that thing? We don't know. All I see is gloves. Watch this though, this is neat. Jumps over the TIE Fighter, Jedi style. You don't like that? I got a problem with it. Kylo Ren's putting his helmet back together. <laughs> Lando Calrissian is That's flying sweet. the Millennium Falcon. Speeder bikes. R2-D2, C-3PO. You'll always Carrie Fisher somehow. What? Yeah. Looks like a chunk of the Death Star no landed on a planet there. Mm. <laughs> Woody Woodpecker? That's the Emperor, man. Which one's he again? Is he the guy that shoots lightning out of his fingers? Yes. Okay. So He dies in Return of the Jedi, right? Or We thought he did. Yeah. But Luke just said at the end there, I was talking over him, Luke says... Nobody's ever really gone. Mm. And then you hear the Emperor laugh. So it looks like uh, maybe when he was thrown down that pit, he got sucked out the bottom of it and was dangling off the bottom of the Death Star like Luke was in Cloud City. 
Maybe. Someone rescued him? I don't know. Okay, my only issue is, okay, you've got this TIE fighter that can fly in space and it's got guns on it and stuff like that. Leia, or sorry, Ray has just a lightsaber, so your choice as a bad guy is to fly on the ground so that the only way she can attack you is use her lightsaber and you're going to give her that opportunity when you could just fly in the sky and shoot down at her? Right. You could be 10 feet, 15 feet above her. Like, why would you you come down so low? Inches off the ground like it's like a pod racer. Why would you come down so low, like Ben Solo? Oh! Do you think? It's got to be. It's got to be Solo, Ben Solo. It's got to be him flying that thing, you think? I don't know. Wait, I'm going to see the movie anyways at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I've spent 40 years of my life dedicated to Star Wars as if I'm not going to go watch this. (laughs) They're saying that this is going to be the last Star Wars movie for a while. Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker, after that. Uh, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy said they're going to take a hiatus for a couple of years and kind of figure out where they're going to go from here. Hmm. And the only way you'll be able to get your Star Wars fix is with the 10 shows that will be available on Disney Plus, all with a Star Wars theme. (laughs) But, uh, hey, looks good. Enough. (laughs) Did you like The Last Jedi? There was parts of it I enjoyed. Yeah. It just didn't set up. There was no big cliffhanger, nothing I was looking yeah. forward to, like I at like, the end of Empire. I like the Han Solo movie better than I like The Last Jedi. I think I did too. Yeah. Well, we're getting another one in theaters around Christmas time. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or fm96.com.